Welcome to Sound Off Queen, a podcast about life, love, and empowerment. We're your hosts, Jamie, Jenny, and Courtney. Are you ready, Queens? Let's do this. Listen in. Period. Hey, let's sound off. Hey, Hey. Courtney. What are you doing today? Great. What was their high pitched voice? (laughs) Is that me? Yes. Hey, Queens. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Hi, everyone. Seriously. <laughs> y'all okay. been silly. Y'all been go, go silly. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I think, you know, we're just, this is how we greet each other sometimes. Okay. Silly, funny, you know, okay. having a good time. Because today was- we've got a great episode, I think, uh-uh. in store for you all. all right. So stay tuned. But before we get in our main topic, let's go to Jamie's moment. Jamie, what you got for us today? Hello, queens. I have a lighthearted riddle for you guys. If a woman with no driver's license goes the wrong way on a one-way street and turns left at a corner with no left turn sign, a policeman sees her but does nothing. Why? She was walking. Ah, you looked it up. You're right. (laughs) Bravo, Courtney. Yes. I said I was putting my thinking cap on. I got it. Oh, excellent. Yes, that's great. You better than me because I was going to say she in trouble. (laughs) She did all these things that was illegal. So she in trouble. (laughs) The police officer had more important things to take care (laughs) of. That was a good one, Jamie. Thank you. Just something to make all of us smile. Yeah, that's a good one. Gets your brain juicy. Gets your brain going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If Jenny had a brain. Hey, (laughs) I had a brain, but my brain is on vacation right now. I'm trying to get over this jet lag just a little bit. So you got to excuse my brain. So you're getting back into the regular mode. The swing of things. There you go. The swing of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? Okay. So I was thinking about this, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but let's say you are in a friendship with somebody and you kind of see them going down a path that's not good for them. Like this is just an example, mm-hmm. but you and a friend have been friends for a long time, maybe since you were young, 19, 20, y'all were out partying heavy, you know, drinking every night, pre-gaming, doing all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And now we're at a later stage in life and they are still doing those things. They party hard every day. They drink like they don't have a liver. They do a little drugging, maybe a little here and there, a little smoke, a little smoke, smoke. They pop the that in yeah. moderation. That's right, my right. opinion. Right. But it's legal. It's legal. It's on my bucket. It's 2022. Right? We out here. Not we, yeah. but they out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everything is good in moderation. But let's say you have a friend who doesn't seem to be doing anything in moderation anymore. And it looks like from your perspective, they're just going down the wrong path. They're, you know, getting reprimanded at work. They're paying their bills later than normal. And maybe it looks like a little bit of a problem they might have. What would y'all do? Hmm. So you're talking about like a a friend intervention type of thing. Yeah. I mean, is that, is that what, is that what you would do, Jenny? Would you like pull your friend and give him a little intervention type of thing? So, all right. I guess what, how close am I to this person? You know, if it's like one of my good, good girlfriends, like one of my Mm -hmm. best friends, then Mm -hmm. yes, 
I feel like that is something that I would have to have some sort of conversation with my girlfriend about because, you know, that's supposed to be your sister. That's supposed to be your best friend, somebody who you look out for. So having that conversation to me should be imperative Mm -hmm. because it could mess up their livelihood. You know what I mean? Especially if it's um, affecting their way of life, their quality of life. You know, you don't want your best friend your sister to go down a wrong path. Like nobody right. really wants that. So I think definitely for me, I would have that conversation. So what about you, Jamie? What would you do? I'm thinking, so like you said, this is a friend you might've known in your early, you know, your young adult life or, at, mm-hmm. you know, early, yeah, young adult life. Wow. So, you know, that means that the person just not, tra- you know, you have to transition with life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't do the same things you did in your youth as you're maturing. So yeah, I have to ask you, what's going on? Is it, is it out of control now? Mm-hmm. If you're getting reprimanded at your job, right. so it's almost not like the person is a person of functioning alcoholic mm-hmm. or abu- a functioning abuser, since there's a little bit of the smoky smoke going in there too. So mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I have to, if it's a good friend, you know, like sometimes you intervene and other times you don't intervene, but if mm-hmm. you're a concerned friend, I guess yeah, you have to have a conversation and ask yeah. them, is it something going on? Do, is it something? And of course, person might be in denial Mm -hmm. that's true yeah I think the first thing is just a conversation say hey I'm noticing some things about you it seemed like we're doing the same things from our early college years you know do you see what I'm seeing if you can have that kind of conversation with her yeah I think too sometimes when that person is living in their their life it's hard for them to see themselves outside of it you know what I mean so I feel like as a friend sometimes you have to be that sometimes we have an eagle's eye so we have the opportunity to look in and see from a different perspective the things that may be going wrong and depending upon that person how they receive it could also be like how they respond to the message because you know you you ultimately know your friend let's Mm -hmm. be honest especially if y'all are close you know how that person should receive the message that you're going to give to them whether it's positive or negative but I think sometimes we have to understand even though it could be a situation where it may seem a little awkward, giving them insight can help them to look at things a little bit differently because once they're in it, sometimes they don't even really understand or realize it because they're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get that. I understand both of you are saying. What if you pull your friend to the side and you say, hey, you know, you do like Jamie said, you ask them like, hey, is anything going on? Mm -hmm. You know, what's up? And they're like, no, girl, I'm good. I'm good. good. Don't worry about me. I'm good. What what do you do at that point? That's obviously say so to me it's it's like two two point two viewpoints and is the person just immature mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or is it something that is really a substance abuse type of thing mm-hmm. where you really can't like jenny said eagle eye or whatever you can't see yourself so it's either are we stuck some people just don't want to leave a certain place that makes them feel good and it could be your college days right. i just want to be that person forever right. but if, if that's the case then yes you know hey i'm just letting you know you look silly or maybe you you, we could change you know maybe try to change some of the habits they're doing into Mm -hmm. you know introduce them something different to do hobbies or something but if it's an abuse problem you know substance abuse then if you're not qualified as a friend you might have to get them some um, professional help Yeah, yeah definitely think that that is necessary especially when any substance or any type of physical harm it could be happening to that person mm-hmm. and obviously it's beyond your capacity as a 
person to handle it, it may be necessary for professional help to come in. So, yeah. Yeah. Y'all watch Judge Mathis? I haven't. I used to. I love, yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's So, rough. you know, he always <laughs> talking about crackheads oh. on his show. Oh, that's crackheads, it's pretty though. funny, but... But one thing that he says seriously is that people have to hit rock bottom for themselves. Um, and that's different for everybody. But mm-hmm. a lot of times in order for people to truly want to change, they have to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. In some instances, people have lost relationships with their family and friends. They've mm-hmm. lost their jobs. They've dealt with homelessness. And so it's like I said, it's different for every person. But it's almost like in some ways when you have a friend and not even just dealing with like drugs and alcohol, but in life situations, if you have a friend that's doing things that's not really good for them, they kind of have to hit that wall and see it on their see it for themselves because mm-hmm. you could be on the outside telling them no that's not good for you no I don't think that's right no but if, if they're still okay with it will they change I mean I guess that that you have some truth to that but it's like painful as a friend to sit back and watch your friend and you can see that it is not the right decision that you are making for your life you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you look at it from a perspective where it's like no that's that's not that's not the path that you want to be heading down you know mm-hmm. and so sometimes as friends you don't necessarily hold back your feelings you express it because it comes from a place of love nobody wants to see their friends hurt or their loved one hurt so you know most people express their concern or share their thoughts in reference to it but I mean I can understand where Judge Mathis is coming from when he says people have to hit rock bottom because until people feel it they won't really appreciate it in the Caribbean we say who don't hear must feel which mm. is basically self-explanatory so right. if you don't hear it you're gonna you're gonna, you're feel, gonna it. feel it some yeah you're gonna feel it some kind yeah. of way it could be like yeah. you said your, your job loss mm-hmm. or family loss or just a loss of self and it's you know serious. I see so many shows my husband likes to watch a lot of these hate to say prison shows and uh and it's always mm-hmm. so sad but he, it, this is what he is but it's always so sad to see women incarcerated because all I can think of and you see women who've had children on some of these shows you know mm-hmm. movies you see the women having um, babies and the mom being incarcerated and all you can think about is family most children left behind being raised by other people mm-hmm. and what women endure for their habits you know right alcohol yeah. or any other type of substance that you don't normally sell their bodies and things of that sort so it's really that's serious because you, you you can't start at one point and then go somewhere else because I remember one of uh, this one particular artist was a you know reality show and she had her mother on there and her mother said she started off with she was a gymnast mm-hmm. and she said she started Started off with just marijuana mm-hmm. and the high just wasn't satisfied. Now, what made her, you know, if you think you were experimenting and then some people can, you know, stop there and other people, it's just like an addictive behavior. So, but she said it escalated from marijuana, you know, to more serious, you know, or narcotic drugs. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up being, uh, I guess, an addict, you would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she died at a very young age. She just died recently. So wow. sad. I think like in her early 60s. Wow. So yeah, so her kids had suffered the whole time in their, you know, their adult life or their children, you know, their lives because of her habit. So it affects everyone if it gets mm-hmm. to that point. So if it's a friend that you might can help, we definitely need to do some friends. Friend intervention. Friend intervention. Say that five times. 
Yeah. Well, let me, let's bring it just a little lighter. And let me ask this question. What if same, same thing, but it's not necessarily drugs or alcohol. It's not, not, nothing that deep. Like, um, Jamie, you were telling us earlier that, you know, too tight clothing can cause some health issues. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, let's say you just see things like that. Like your friend that on them shorts that are just cutting off her circulation. Mm. Or I mean, just like let's keep it light. Like, what if it's not? What if it's not drugs and alcohol? What is still a bad that, habit, right? It's just still bad, a bad habit that right, you had. That's a good point, Court. Yeah, because I read this article and they're saying that you know women are wearing too tight clothing. And I hate to say it, ladies, if it fits queens, we have to own it. But um, and it's causing cellulite, mm-hmm. digestive problems, uh, water retention. Really. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, think about you wearing the belts and you're, you, you know, you aren't constricting your internal organs. <laughs> you talking about waist trainers? Cause you said belt. So I'm just making sure you talking no, about waist like, trainers. You know, like if you're wearing any type of pants, you might need a belt. Oh, just a regular belt. Restricting. Yeah. If you're wearing it too tight, trying to have that, what? That snatch. That hourglass. Yeah, but can belts know. really give you an hourglass though? I if thought you, that was waist well, trainers. If you're almost you. there and you want a little bit extra. <laughs> Right? I guess, it's possible? I guess. I guess. I, but yeah. any type of restricted trousers, if I may say, jeans yeah. of such. So they really do have a, a health effect on you. It really does. Yeah. So, I mean, who knew it would cause cellulite, though? Not me. I know me all either. Of them like that, right? I do remember yeah. seeing a lady who said she wore some jeans. She didn't realize they were too tight. I think she was helping a friend move and her legs went numb after a few hours. How are you not going to know that your, you, your jeans are too tight? You because know what jeans are too it. tight. But think about it. So you, after time, the blood is being restricted. Mm-hmm. So gradual process over time. Because you think about it, you move sometimes your legs well. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. There is no daggone way. What? When we are putting jeans on. You know. That we yeah. know that the jeans are too tight. But don't There's water no reten- way. But don't you have water retention as the, the day goes on, right? The day goes. Yeah. And yes. Then- Things get a little tighter. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is when you put the jeans on the very first time, you knew that was a tight jeans. But that's so, what we want. We want the what we want it tight. Girl, listen to me, honey. If I can't breathe or sit down in them <laughs> jeans, that's a problem. Okay. Because the last thing that I want to happen is any splitting or any passing out in anybody's thing because I can't breathe in no jeans. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So what so again, you have a friend who dresses like this. I I, I mean, I've had friends and I don't think it's so tight that their their legs are going to get numb, but you know, <laughs> I've walked up to my friends before and I've like pinched their pants. I'd be like, "Girl, them tight." Have you said that before? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But just in a joking way. I wasn't trying to I wasn't telling them nothing about themselves. Just like, oh, look at you, got them tight pants on, you know, something like that, you know, just being friend. That's a friendly thing in my life. Yeah, yeah. I have had a friend. Uh -uh. She didn't necessarily wear, well, yeah, it was a combination of provocative and too revealing and everything. And we were younger. And Mm -hmm. we used to go out and um, my family and friends, and she was of heavier stature. She had body, like body, body. Mm -hmm. And um, 
like my family and friends who met her on the side will always talk to me on the side and be like, what's up with your girl? Like, why is she wearing those type of things and things of that nature? And I'm just like, well, you know, maybe she likes it. And in that situation, at that time frame, I did mm-hmm. not say anything to her. Um, but I knew that it was provocative. I knew that it necessarily may not have been the best thing for her to be wearing, but it was an unusual and an uncomfortable conversation for me to have with her. Cause it's just like, what am I supposed to tell you? Oh, you shouldn't yeah. be wearing that. Like when you be- say that, when you say that I've actually had a conversation, I mean, a situation like that too. I had a friend who she would dress like whatever no matter where we were going it's like girl we going to our friend's four-year-old's birthday party why do you have that on (laughs) and she just did not care she was like these are mine and I'm gonna show them absolutely so what what do you do I didn't do anything you were I was in the same boat as you I'm just like that ain't my business (laughs) and then you go and well the funny part is so now we talk about things being too tight and then, like you mentioned, are things sometimes, like you said, inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not too tight, I'm, no one needs to see you with your belly button showing at the one-year-old's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Got the right? side boob, got the front boob. All that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like you so said, we had Chuck E. Cheese, girl. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so Jamie, all around. have you ever had to have that type of conversation with any friends? Or have you shied away from those type of conversations? Um, I honestly can say I've never had to have that conversation with any of my close friends. Okay. I've seen some things recently that I would say that people, I would like to have said something to the person, but I have not. Because you never know how people want to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it depends on your relationship with the person. And then if they're going to think you're being jealous. Mm-hmm. You know, they go say, "Oh, you wish you had what I have." So you just go, "Wow, I wouldn't do that." Or you go tell another friend. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. go gossip talk. Just being honest, you just talk about the person. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's a very awkward conversation it to is, have, especially like... for women. I wonder what men would do if they, if a friend was maybe you think of a man wearing too tight jeans. What a man would say to his friend. <laughs> No, I, I, mean, I can't. I don't know what I don't really know what a man would say, but it's different because I don't really think men can dress like provocatively. I mean, if they are, like, they really doing a lot. What if I suppose he's wearing a shirt, you know, all the way down to his belly button? <laughs> oh, got the got his chest out, yeah, like more or somebody, yeah, and his hair is like either gray. <laughs> They're probably they're probably look at that person like you know give them a look like what the hell what's going dude like what you want bruh, yeah. bruh. that's what they're gonna say bruh, bruh. Bruh. yeah <laughs> I can see a man being like out of date probably you know not with the time and probably like oh my god this dude still dressing like the nineties or something you know yeah. what they do do they fry each other they'll they'll you know low key joan on them or say something okay. like why you got on them Shoes. tight pants or something like that oh or something yeah. Like that. yeah they're probably more honest than we are oh yeah absolutely probably mm-hmm. absolutely and I, I think it might have something to do with do their feelings get hurt as much as true mm-hmm. so Tender. maybe a man is it's easier for a man to say dude what are you wearing mm-hmm. than it is for a woman to be like girl what you got on like why because the, the image we women have to deal with the self-imaging with society i mean because a man could be like 300 plus pounds he's still sexy so right mm-hmm. whereas we have to strive harder 
what seems like society makes us strive harder by certain people's standards, right, Courtney? Right. That's true. Yeah. But look, right, for French intervention, we didn't talk about drugs, we didn't talk about dress, <laughs> but we didn't talk about for intervention from a relationship standpoint. Ooh, have so you're you, saying when you see your friend going down the wrong road with somebody? Yes, with Uh-oh. somebody. Or with even the ruining person? their own relationship. Or ruining their own relationship. Yep, risking it for the biscuit. Anybody, anybody had any experience with that? Or how would you mm. handle that if you had a good, good girlfriend who was heading down the wrong path relationship-wise oh. or jeopardizing her relationship for a temporary thing? Mm. Interesting. I've had a friend who wanted a particular person because, I'm going to say, what is, can I say his pedigree or what he looked like on paper? Mm. And, and the guy just was not interested, but she kept pursuing him Hmm. till they ended up having a child together, but it still didn't change anything between them. Hmm. So case in point, maybe not chase after people. And I maybe could have said, or did I try to say he's not interested? You know, that we didn't listen. So, so was that something that you could see though before she entered into it? Like yeah. that it was heading in the wrong direction? Yeah, you could, he was trying to avoid, he kept trying to avoid her, but mm. she kept pursuing him. I see. And he wasn't, you could, everyone could tell he wasn't interested, but she kept pursuing him until, you know, grown and up, do what grown ups do. And mm-hmm. as her friend, good, good, good girlfriend, or like, um, eh. she was a friend slash co worker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was close enough that you could, I was able to, you know, have a you know brief conversation, but I didn't know all was going on, you know, like I said, the adult stuff. So I see. Right. So, so did you ever I, have that conversation with her or say anything to her in reference to what you saw? You know, it's so funny you say that. I don't think I, after I, she got pregnant, mm-hmm. then, you know, do you put salt on the wound? Mm-hmm. You know, because by then he had definitely taken a quick left, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, basically saying, Hey, you you could see I was interested in you from the beginning. Mm. But you asked for it. I gave it to you, but nothing has changed. By, my, no, my feelings have not changed towards you. I see. Ouch. That hurts. Yeah. So it's the truth, but that's what happened. True story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cor, how about you? Um, I think this is another instance where I'm going to just say, I'm going to mind my business. Um, I have a hard time. Well, okay. Let me say this. Here's what I'll do. And this is similar to something Jamie said earlier. I like to ask questions. Uh And sometimes I feel like if I ask you questions, that'll make you kind of think about it. So I'm not necessarily giving you advice. I'm just maybe pointing some things out to you that Uh you might not have noticed. Like using Jamie's example of her friend, I would say something like, hey, girl, so, you know, does he ever call you and take you out on a date? (laughs) And (laughs) maybe maybe asking questions like that or like, dang, when's the last time he bought you flowers? Things like that will maybe help it come to her mind. Like, "Hmm, well, he don't buy me nothing. He don't take me out. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of you mentioned, maybe she chasing somebody else and ruining her good thing she got at home. I would say like, oh, what's what's going on with you and husband? Why y'all right. not? What's going on? Right. And right. a lot of times I think when people have to verbalize what they're doing, mm-hmm. it makes them think about it. Like, dang, like mm. he really, like I said, he really doesn't take me out or I really do have a husband at home. Why am I out here? acting like this so that's what I would do but I wouldn't just offer straight up advice 
Mm, I got you. If he's only calling you at 2 a.m. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's a booty call, honey. Yeah. 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 But you don't even have to say it. You just be like, oh, so y'all what? y'all never go out for real? You never know this place? You never, yeah, you never been to it. But look, right. So I feel like I I have been in that situation where I asked those questions mm-hmm. and it's made them feel like I'm being condescending. Like I'm trying to make them feel some kind of way when I ask questions because I'm seeking clarity. They'd be like, why are you asking so many questions? And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to understand, but literally right. I'm trying to get you to understand. <laughs> so for me, like I'm beyond the point of asking questions. If you come to me and you say something to me and you give me your point of view or what's going on, I'm telling you the tea right away, how you want it. If you don't want it, I'm giving it to you, how, I, how I'm going to deliver it. And I think that's just the way that I am. Mm-hmm. especially when it comes to my 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 close friends mm-hmm. because again like the I feel like I'm, I'm trying to to figure this out as much the best way to say as possible we as women have gone through so much crap when it comes to relationships that mm-hmm. by the time that we get to of a certain age it's like there's no time to play games you understand if you are on a specific mission and it is that you would have the desire to be in a committed relationship, ending up fiance or married or whatever the case is, then mm-hmm. these are some things that you have to, to understand. Granted, I have not been married for 25 years plus, but I mean, I do have some years underneath my belt. So I'm going to tell you how I see it from my perspective, just based on experience. Like, don't nobody have time to be out here playing games? Like, if you come to me for advice, expect me to give you my advice. The real, real. Whether you like it or not, Mm -hmm. you came to me. I was going to say that's a good point because sometimes, we remember you said before, sometimes friends come to you and they really know the truth, right? True. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when the friend, you know, the friend is really just really just wanting you to be a, a soundboard. You know, I'm just bouncing this off of you. Mm-hmm. Could you be quiet? Can Me? you be quiet and just listen? Just be that ear? <laughs> or are you going no, to still be giving quiet. your input? I mean, well, okay. How I've done it and I go back to my goddaughter is because I've kind of learned a little bit. I asked the question, do you want me to be real with you or do you want me to sugarcoat the answer? So I think in a situation, if someone's coming to me from advice from now, I'll ask the question, is this something that you just need a shoulder to cry on for or do you want a response from me? Mm -hmm. Because that way it will allow me to be able to know what that friend is seeking at that moment. Because sometimes people just don't want you to give them your honest opinion. They just want someone to cry on. So I've learned now, sometimes you just got to shut up and ask the question and then you'll know how to allot your energy. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. I've honestly, and the person was like, I really just, I didn't want you to say anything. Mm -hmm. I really just wanted Mm -hmm. to talk. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wow. And then, like you said, for our younger queens, we, yeah, we're older, but, and we understand we've kissed a couple of frogs along the way. Right. Right. So we understand Mm -hmm. you're going to make mistakes, but we're just here just having this conversation if we can prevent less kissing of frogs, absolutely. Then that's what we're trying to offer. But we don't know it all, and we've—I know I've made some mistakes along the way. So yeah. it goes with life. <laughs> I agree with what y'all were saying about: Do you just need a shoulder to cry on, or do you want advice? 
I'm gonna put a caveat on it because sometimes my patience runs thin. <laughs> uh oh, I am not gonna be the shoulder every weekend. Okay, that's true. Every too. every every Valentine's Day when he goes back to his main girl, mm-hmm. and every Christmas, and mm-hmm. every time he forgets to call you on your birthday. Oh I'm, wow! I got about two in me. Wow! And then, I'm, then I'm done. I'm be like, girl. Two and what, about. I, after after a certain number of times, I'm gonna say, what do you what do you expect? is gonna happen that's right what do you think is gonna happen i can't although i want to be a soft place for my friends i want to be a shoulder that they can cry on i don't want you to be dumb yeah that's true and i can only allow i can only sit back and allow i can only allow myself to be quiet for so long i'm either going to tell you i don't care and i don't want to hear about it no more or Mm. i'm gonna give you the straight 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 real real because i don't want to i'm not going to just sit back and be like oh (laughs) oh So at that point, so it sounds like at that point, Court, it's like either I'm a shoot, I'm a straight shooter with you, or we're yes. going to avoid the conversation yes. at all costs. I'm going to tell you to get a diary. Don't talk to me. Write it down in your diary because what, what more do you want from me? That's and true. it probably depends on what friend, mm-hmm. where, where, how long this has been going on. Mm-hmm. Of course. Right? Yeah. And every, yeah. every, every situation would be different. You would have one this behavior with this friend versus that one. But yeah. if, I, if it's a friend who's been seeing maybe someone else's husband for years. Yeah, like I'm not going to sit back. And yeah, I'm going to Let's be real. He comes to see you on December 26th. Right. February fifteenth. Oh, you, know? <laughs> oh, you the you the you the sad piece, chick. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm not I'm not gonna sit by and just accept be accepting of that. Yeah. Because yeah. in a way that makes you think it's okay and that I accept it too. I don't accept that. I don't right. accept your behavior. Right. So I'm not gonna sit by and coddle you basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes enabling. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we have to be real with our friends. True. And even if they don't accept it at the time, they need to hear it sometimes like what you're doing is not good it's not right now whether you take this and do something with it or not at least you know where I stand don't mean I don't love you doesn't mean I'm not your friend anymore but this is here's where I am with this situation it's like the Issa and the Molly situation in their relationship yes yeah 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 okay yeah well I think we have come full circle with this friend intervention episode clearly friends y'all <laughs> clearly you can see that the queens have agreed upon the fact that it's cool to have friend interventions and talk to them um especially in the day and age that we're in with so much on people's plates and so many things that people are going through you know communication is key and especially when you have that good, good girlfriend or good, good guy friend, mm-hmm. it is very important to have those conversations with them because sometimes that's all we have. So mm-hmm. before we end our episode today, though, we have Courtney with the do better. What you got for us today? Hey, Uh-oh. y'all. Okay. I'm scared. So <laughs> this week's do better tip is... Do not go back to old habits, behaviors, and mindsets that have held you back in the past. You have evolved. You're better. You're more mature than what you used to be. So let's act like it, queen. That's our new better tip for this week. I love it. That was a good one. Clap, clap. (laughs) Love it. Love it, Courtney. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Sound Off Queen, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.